So here we are, New Year. What will 2022 bring for us all? Well, that depends how hard you're willing to work. New Year's don't magically create new people. What creates new people is new habits formed, changing direction, doing things that you haven't done before and pushing the boundaries and your action levels. So as we dive into today's podcast episode around the topic of property, I want to first and foremost wish everyone a successful 2022. And I hope that whatever you dream of comes true. But know this, whatever you do dream of will require a lot of hard work and even more work than you thought was possible in the first place. If you want a good book recommendation, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone changed the way I thought about my activity levels. I, at the beginning of my property journey, thought I was doing enough. I thought I was doing enough viewings. I thought I was doing enough offers, et cetera, et cetera. And then I read the 10X Rule and realized I wasn't doing anywhere near as much as I could have been doing to get to my targets. And by putting that into play, by putting and living the actions of the 10X Rule over the last three to five years, my results in all areas of my life have dramatically improved. So there's one of my top tips as we start the new year. So today I want to continue on the focus of shortlets and service accommodation. This is a huge passion of mine. And the reason being is twofold. One, it's very easy to acquire properties on this basis. And two, it's easy to create cash flow from them, which you can then use into other areas of your business. I have personally used my cash flow from my rent to rent strategy to buy a lot of assets over the last three years. And, you know, my asset portfolio now stands in the millions, which is something that I never, ever dreamed of would come true so quickly, but it has because I found a formula that worked. Now, that formula, I thought I would give up on. So the rent to rent model, I thought, okay, I'll use this for a bit. Once I've got enough cash, I'll then start buying assets with it. What's actually happened is I realized it was such a good thing. And literally every single property that I rent, I make profit from. So my mindset changed as I went through this journey of actually controlling assets that I don't own is not a bad thing. In fact, it's a great thing because it's allowing me to self-fund my acquisitions. My rent-to-rent cash flow has bought me a seven-figure property portfolio, something that I never thought I would do. But, you know, and then I think, well, why stop? Why stop on this rent-to-rent idea? It's a great thing, so why would I stop? And that has changed in my mind and my mindset, and I continue to do more of it. I have just recently acquired a lot of units in Dubai on a rent-to-rent model. In the UK, we continue to rent every single month. That's just a a constant, you know, deal-sourcing program that we've got within the business internally, and we find more deals, we rent them, we set them up. And we've emulated that over in Dubai as well. And we will aim to do that in several other locations around the world this year because it's a great model. And when you know what you're doing and you're experienced at it and you've done it time and time and time again, then the same result typically pans out time and time and time again. We rent the property, we get it set up, we host guests, it gets filled quite quickly. We start looking at the monthly profits and we start making some good money. You know, it's a simple, simple game when you know what you're doing. And for me, the exit strategy of serviced accommodation gives me the flexibility to be able to set properties up very quickly, 
But the main thing is they cash flow literally within 24 hours. You know, the minute we get them listed on that booking channels, the minute we get them listed on our own direct booking websites, the minute that we email our properties, new properties out to our current database, they start getting booked. Now, with HMOs and buy-to-lets, there's still a bit of a lag period. You will not fill five HMO rooms 24 hours after you go live on Spare Room. just doesn't happen. It can sometimes take you six, seven, eight weeks before you fill all the rooms. For me, service accommodation is instant money, but you've got to get it right, and you've got to understand how to get it right. And one of the biggest mistakes I do see people make is that they take too long to set these things up. You know, they, 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 they worry too much about how good it looks or, you know, whether it should have a coffee machine or not a coffee machine. Get them set up, get them live and then take feedback from guests as to what is and isn't working. You're better getting cash flow into the building than trying to figure out what the best coffee machine is to make sure that you get a five star review or a super host status. Because if you want to scale this business, it's about money. And over time, I've become so disconnected emotionally to these properties, and now it is literally just numbers on a spreadsheet. And that is the way you have to think about them. Don't get emotionally wrapped up in them. Just think, does it make money? Does that setup provide me enough revenue to cover the rent, the bills, etc., and make a nice, tidy profit each and every month? And if the answer is yes, then go for it. Get it set up. Get it live. You can always add things, you know, we've always listened to our customer feedback. We always add things based on reviews. So we're constantly analyzing these things. My property manager is analyzing reviews as they come in on a daily and weekly basis. And we have a debrief. What's going well? What are the common themes that are coming through? What can we change? How can we enhance a guest's experience? How can we, you know, reduce the number of issues we are getting around XYZ, which has come up several times in the last few weeks. This is how you move a business forward. And this happens in life as well. It's the small daily focus points that move you forward. If you take the information in and do nothing with it, then you're never going to move. If you go on a viewing and you put an offer in with an estate agent and they give you a rejection, and you stop, then you're never going to move forward. If you don't learn about how you presented that offer or how you could have done it better and then change for the next time, more than likely you're not going to expand. You're not going to get better at it. Therefore, you'll continue to struggle. It's the same when we're picking the phones up to ring the estate agents and say, you know, that you'd like to rent the property and they instantly hit you with it subletting. Well, you know, work on your pitch. That pitch didn't work. So try another one and try another one. And repeat this process a hundred times until you find one that does work. And then once you've got that, you try that. And then when you start getting some objections on that, or you start finding that that's not penetrating at the conversion levels that you would like, you try a new pitch. You add to that pitch and you move forward. And this is what life is about. We're constantly expanding on a daily basis. It's the same in the gym. We go to the gym, we train the same weights, the same muscles. We get higher weights, higher weights, higher weights. We go on the treadmill. We put it at a certain speed and we can run 20 minutes. The next time we can run 22 minutes. The next time we can run 25 minutes. And we can also up the speed. We're constantly expanding. We're constantly moving ourselves forward. But you have to be open to that. And you've got to be open to understanding what's working and what's not working. Analyzing it. Ideally using data. I am so anal about collecting the data. Everything in my business is on Google spreadsheets. It is data, data, data driven. 
can we rent that property? Let's have a look at the data. What does the data show us for properties within that area on the current portfolio? And what are the ADRs? What's the average rents that we're paying? What's the average occupancy? Okay, put that data into a spreadsheet, my deal analyzer. If anyone wants a copy, please just hit me up on DM. Um, anyway, we, we put that in the deal analyzer and it basically gives us a green or a red light. Green, yes, that's going to make profit. Red, no, that's not going to make profit. Move on to the next. And that's as simple as the process is. But because we've got the data behind the scenes and we've built the data up and have collected the data, then I know what's working, what's not working. I know that for me right now, I want to start pumping a lot more effort into certain ADR locations across 2022 because why would I want to invest in lower ADR locations? So ADR is average daily rate in case people don't know. But for me, ADR, the higher the ADR, the costs remain the same pretty much everywhere. If you can find a high ADR area with low costs, happy days. That's exactly what we're looking for. And I've actually created a list of 22 international locations that have exactly that. So those are the locations we're chasing down this year. And then even within the UK, there are certain areas that have high ADRs versus the costs. They're the locations that we want to be putting our investment into, that we want to start setting more and more units. So it makes more sense to go to the areas that make more profit, especially when you have conquered the whole business setup of being able to do it remotely. Now, a lot of you out there are probably thinking, I haven't started yet. How on earth do I manage a service accommodation unit that is 200 miles away from when I, where I live? Now, that was my same thought process. And yes, I built my business out in my hometown. And then we expanded and we went UK-wide. And now we're going international because the model's been proven. Every single time we push out, we realize we don't actually need to be near these properties to make these things work. We don't need to be on the ground to make them work. So you can actually locate your ADR areas and move if that's where you need to be, that's how you're going to do it. That's how you're going to source it. I would probably advocate starting on your doorstep if you can, because the majority of the areas, if not all within the UK or the world, will actually work as a short-term rental. Whether it makes 200, 500, 1,000, 2,000, etc., a month will depend on the ADRs and the occupancies plus the rental values or the acquisition values. Obviously, if you're buying them yourself, you'll have a lower debt cost. That is the holy grail. Like my properties that I own, that I run on short-term rentals, are the most profitable properties within my portfolio. But your ADRs, you're better off just getting going and getting started. So if that means on your doorstep, do it on your doorstep. Once you've got the confidence, and once you've repeated the process through a handful of properties, that goes from acquiring to set up to actually seeing them go live and getting guest bookings through over a period of time. So you're confident that, yes, it works and you're making profit from it. Then you go again and do it again. And then you go again and do it again. And every single time you set a property up, you know how much more money that's going to add into your cash flow each month. You should know that the payback period, like for me on rent to rent, I do not do anything that is more than a six month payback period. What I mean by that is if I set a property up and it costs me £3,000 and I'm going to make £500 profit from that property, then that gets the green light on the spreadsheet. If it costs me £4,000 to set up 
and I'm only going to make 500 pounds, it gets a red light on the spreadsheet because that pushes me to a longer payback period outside of what my parameters are. And I stick to my parameters because I'm not desperate for deals. I understand that there are plenty of landlords out there that want to work with us. When you get your value proposition across, serviced accommodation, short-led operators are the best bet for a landlord. I say it all the time. I am the best tenant a landlord can ever have. And I believe it. And that's why I get deals. Because I have such a value proposition that benefits them financially and also reduces their stress and hassle massively. And as a landlord myself on the buy-to-let side, I know how frustrating it is to have a bad tenant. I know how costly it is to have a bad tenant. So I can echo this value and I get deals. That does not mean I go chasing a deal because I'm emotionally invested and it falls outside the parameters and I like the area or I just want to get a deal over the line. You know, there's loads of deals out there. There's tens, hundreds of thousands of properties sat empty right now that need tenants in whatever location. You know, there's thousands of properties on the market for sale right now. We don't have to go chasing the ones that don't work and we should never be making the numbers fit. The numbers are the numbers. You should get the numbers verified by an expert if you do not know how. So if you are wanting to get into serviced accommodation, but everything I'm talking about sounds like a different language, then you need to get expert help. Because one way or another, you will cost yourself money. You will either invest in your own education up front now, and you will then know and be able to also rely on that expert to verify and check your deals to get you off to a good start. Or you will go at it alone with very limited knowledge, make a lot of mistakes, and potentially cost yourself some money. So either way, you're going to pay for it. Now, I know, and in my experience, I found that paying for it with the expert is A, the best way, B, more satisfying, and C, a lot quicker. The growth happens so much faster when you have expert support wrapped around you. And that is one thing I do a lot of now in my life and my businesses is I ensure that I have expert support around me at all times in all areas. Marketing department, sales department, accountancy department, tax department, my fitness and my health department, my marriage, my life, my kids, that department. I need experts telling me how to operate and how to operate better and more efficiently. And when I've got problems, I need them to be there so I can ask them how I solve the problem quickly without blowing money. And for me, that has been a game changer and something that I will continue to invest tens and hundreds of thousands in over the coming years, because that is an investment. It's not a cost. And I know the ROI on that money is tenfold. If I invest a hundred grand in myself, I will make a million. I know that with the right people and the right action and taking the knowledge on board, you will get there. It's not a matter of if. So 2022 can be your service accommodation year. It can be your property year. It can be your best year for your body and your mind if you want it to be and if you put the hard work in. Because listen, my Instagram feed might look great. My Facebook profile posts, flying to Dubai, setting all these units up, having a business out there, having you know hundreds of units in the UK, might look great. But I tell you now, from the last three years, 4.30 a.m. starts, working long hours every single day, 
educating myself every single day, not just for 10 minutes, not just a five-minute Blinkist book, hours and hours and hours, soaking up knowledge and more importantly, taking the goddamn action to build the relationships, to get on the viewings, taking the risks, financial risks to expand at the right times, to take a punt, a total punt. Will this work? Will it not work? No one actually ever knows the answer to that question. The only way you find out is by trying. And mentally, you have to push yourself through those barriers to get through and take those risks on. But if you do it and you are calculating the risks by getting the expert help and making sure that you stick to your parameters and not getting emotionally invested in these things, then nine times out of 10, that risk is going to play out. Nine times out of 10, that's going to add value to your business and your life. And then you kick on again and you do it with more confidence because it's played out. So that is how you build not only as a person, but also your businesses. And then you build your teams out, get yourself out of the business, start working on the business, not in the business. When I did this, my business results flew, absolutely flew, you know, and now I have, you know, teams all over the place. And they're all amazing people. And I couldn't build the businesses without them. And I continue to add to those teams and will continue to add to those teams, you know, aggressively. Because I know that what I want, I need good people around me. And I can't do it all on my own. But you got to get started. And that's one of the things that really frustrates me. I see so many people asking me questions. How do I get started in service accommodation? I see that you only got started with 3,000. How is that possible? I see that, you know, you're doing X, Y, and Z. Could you give me some information on this? You know, I could. Yes, of course I can. But you've got to do something with the information. Because no matter who you are, you have to accept that nobody is going to come and save you. There isn't going to be a service accommodation property mentor who is going to come and do your viewings for you. They're going to ring the estate agents for you. They're going to put in the hard hours of understanding the information. They already know it. They're going to put in the hard hours of setting up the processes. They've already got them. Great news for you, though. They can potentially share them. Cuts a corner for you. So ultimately, no one's going to save you. If you come at this this year with the mentality that no one's going to save you, but you need expert support, and if you put the goddamn 10x hard work action in, then you will end up superseding your goals. Whatever you thought you wanted on January the 1st, you can 10x that. No problem at all. I set myself impossible targets to achieve 12 to 18 months. I do this every single quarter. It's an exercise that I do. From quarter four's impossible target exercise, I have already achieved 45% of my impossible targets. We are currently on January the 4th. That is not because I waited until January the 1st to get started. It's because the minute I decided that these were my targets, I chased them down. The minute I decided that this is what I wanted and it meant something to me, I chased them down, I got the information and I put the action in. Some of the targets aren't possible to achieve in such a short space of time, but 45% of them are. That leaves me 55% of my targets that I set for the next 12 to 18 months need to be achieved. Doesn't mean I'm gonna achieve it, well, I've made a good start and that makes me feel good. That gives me the confidence. It's added value into what I've been doing. I've seen the benefits of it already. So yes, more than likely. But if you don't set yourself impossible targets and you don't take the action to get there, 
then you're never going to get anywhere. If I fall short of the impossible targets, I'm going to still be in a very good place because the targets are impossible. Or so I think. Because nothing's really impossible when you put your mind to it. You know, I thought getting 10 properties would be a result. I now stand controlling hundreds of properties in three short years, running an amazing business with amazing people on an amazing strategy, which creates an abundant lifestyle for me and my family due to the cash flow that I get from it. And it's a very simple business model. When you break it down, it's a very simple business model. We build relationships, we acquire properties. We advertise our properties on free platforms and we get paying guests. We give the guest a great experience and we build another relationship in the hope that they return because the experience was so good. If they don't return, then we have another guest coming in due to the advertising that we do for free on somebody else's channel. It's a very simple business model. All we have to do is build relationships and create experiences. And if we continue to do that, then we get the results that we need. But we have to get started. So 2022 is going to be your best year. I know it's going to be my best year. Definitely going to be the best year of my life. 100%. I know that. Because I've got it mapped out. I pretty much know what's going to happen this year. I know to the fine details what's going to happen this year. And I'm bloody well excited for it to start playing out. But I understand that I just got to show up every single day do the action that's required, lead my team to do the action that's required from them. And bit by bit, week by week, we will end up starting knocking off these targets. Some of the targets I'm not going to achieve next week. But I'm not going to get upset if I don't achieve them next week. Because I know it's nigh on impossible to achieve them next week. However, if we stick to the plan, we will achieve the target in the time frame that I have set out. And that is one of the major things that I see holding people back is they want instant gratification of results. They ring 10 estate agents and get a no, and then they give up. They try one service accommodation unit and it doesn't work or it only makes £100 or it loses £200 a month. So they give up. Went into the gym and guess what? It's busy. It's busy. There's loads of people there. January, of course there is. Why? 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 If it matters that much to you, why do you only go in January? You know, because people give up because they don't get the instant gratification. They don't get the Brad Pitt body within three weeks of hitting the gym in January, having never been there for a year. You know, and this is the same with property. It's the same with our relentless attitude of ringing estate agents, building relationships networking with the right people, asking the right questions, imparting knowledge on ourselves, expanding daily. When you do all that and you focus on the process, not the results, you will continue to do that process over and over and over again and the results will take care of themselves. Get after it this year. No excuses. This is going to be your year. If you'd like some help and support, you know where I am. Just message me, ryanklook.com. Jump on the website. Get in touch with me. I'm here to help you if you need it. If you can self-motivate yourself and you know what you're doing, but you know that maybe you just need a tiny bit of refocusing, then get after it and start chasing down those goals and those targets. 
Because if you weren't listening to this podcast, you would only be listening to this podcast if you were like me, you're an entrepreneur, you wanted more from yourself. Go and get that more for yourself because only you's going to give you that. I hope that helps. I look forward to next week's episode and I hope you've all enjoyed it. As always, please subscribe, share, like, comment, and don't forget to hit me up, send me an email, drop me a DM, whatever, comment on one of my posts. I will personally reply to you all. Have an awesome week, everybody. Take care.